Good evening. Welcome to the Snake River Lib podcast. It is September 10th, uh, 2021. Tomorrow we'll be celebrating, I guess we can call it a celebration, the uh, 20th anniversary of the day that uh, hijackers, um, most of them from Saudi Arabia, flew aircraft into the Twin Towers, the World Trade Center, the Pentagon, and the fourth aircraft was ditched in Shanksville, Pennsylvania. And so we have to ask ourselves, you know, at what point do we not celebrate this date? And the truth is that we will always do that. Um memorializing um, the day that our State Department failed by having people who overstayed their visas, by not vetting Saudis who came into this country um, prior to letting them in. So we're celebrating a failure of the federal government, of course. Uh, Whether or not the federal government, you know, there's all sorts of people that believe that the feds Uh, had a hand in 9-11, I'm not going to deal in such things. But suffice to say that their negligence allowed it to happen. But I don't want to talk about that today. We could talk about the fact that the, the, the generous and benevolent Taliban, that's according to the uh, Biden State Department, um, are, there are pictures being released today of the kind hand of the Taliban upon Western journalists and women in Kabul. Bruises, cuts, scarring at the hand of the Taliban. But I really don't want to talk about that tonight either. Um, yesterday, uh, President um, Biden put on his little Mussolini hat and went on, and he essentially equated the unvaccinated to terrorists. Now, mind you, he also wanted to make sure that he took a moment to to point out Republican governors um, and what they're doing, of course, to send their kids to the gas chambers um, the way he said it. And I just want to point out one thing. Name the governors, Mr. President, who have not been out there actively promoting getting vaccinated. You see, there's a difference. There's a difference between between mandating something and being against it. For example, Governor DeSantis had a very aggressive vaccination program, starting with those who were the most vulnerable, while uh, Governor Cuomo of New York was sending uh, COVID patients into nursing homes to reduce the elderly population. Governor DeSantis was making sure that the elderly were the first priority 
for the vaccines. Name the governor, Mr. President, who has not advocated for vaccines. President Trump has advocated for vaccines. In fact, if we were to look and see who did not advocate against vaccines, we have to look no further than you, Mr. President, or your sidekick, Kamala Harris, both of whom, both of you, who, both of them who have said that are on record as saying that they would not take the vaccine if it was a Trump vaccine. And yet, I'm not even sure that we've run out of the Trump vaccine, meaning vaccines that uh, President Trump had purchased from Pfizer, Moderna, and Johnson & Johnson. I think it was over four or 500 million vaccines that were paid for prior to um, Joe Biden taking office. We can ask about how, whether or not governors of blue states slow walked the distribution of vaccines. We heard about all the problems in New York, for example, how some vaccines were just being thrown in the trash because of the restrictions placed upon um, the distribution sites by the states, in New York in particular. So did the governor slow walk the vaccines, perhaps causing many more deaths? And finally, um, well, not finally, because we're going to talk a lot about some stuff. Um, Dr. Fauci was asked today in a very friendly but yet surprisingly um, fair interview by Dr. Sanjay Gupta of CNN about natural immunity. Because, of course, there's the, uh, the probably the definitive study on natural immunity coming out of Israel. Pointing out that natural immunity is vastly stronger and appears to last longer than the vaccines. And yet there's no provision in Mussolini Joe's mandates for those who have natural immunities from having had COVID. And yet every single doctor will tell you that if you've had a virus, you do have natural immunities built up. Doesn't mean you won't get it again, because I know people who have. But this is a serious. And here's another thing. Why aren't we talking more specifically about the comorbidities that directly have an impact on the severity of COVID? Or do we know that? How many people that have died from COVID were overweight, for example? And this, of course, speaking some, as somebody who is categorized as obese. And so, yes, I have a comorbidity that probably... Um, would make COVID more severe were I to get it, even though it was in my household. My wife had COVID. 
so why aren't we talking about natural immunity? Dr. Fauci said, well, I have, I, we haven't even looked at it. Really? The government is spending billions to get people vaccinated. Why vaccinate somebody if they have natural immunities because they've already suffered through a, a bout of COVID? That is a very important question. It's a question that they don't want to answer. And the reason that they don't want to answer it is because they control the vaccine. They control the narrative with the vaccine. And anything to challenge that is is uh, Rexit. In fact, very interesting today after uh, um, Chairman, after uh, Joe, President Biden and his Mussolini mandates, um, Chief of Staff retreated, re, retweeted something that was stated by Stephanie Rule, who used to work for the Obama administration, regarding the um, mandates using the emergency use as an end run around federal regulations. And I can't stress how important this is because he retweeted it from his official account, which means that he is acknowledging that that is exactly what they are doing. Now, mind you, If you're employed or you go to school, they want you or they've mandated that you have the vaccine. And and make no mistake, the lib has always said you should get vaccinated. Especially now that the Pfizer vaccine is approved. It's no longer an emergency use authorization. Moderna is probably heading down that road. Of course, neither Pfizer nor Moderna are technically vaccines. They're another uh, method to help prevent COVID. Only Johnson & Johnson is actually a vaccine uh, by the true definition. Speaking of vaccines, I just want to mention uh, Governor DeSantis... uh, had a, a favorable ruling in in the federal court, actually the Court of Appeals, I believe, that said that he, yes, he can ban mask mandates. I have been on record disagreeing with that. I believe that that's not the responsibility. Well, it technically is a responsibility of the state, but I think that that if you have an area that that has a, a COVID issue, um, perhaps you have a lot of illegal immigrants there. Do you know that COVID's exploding amongst illegal immigrants that have been that are crossing the border in record numbers? They're not tested. They're not even tested uh, necessarily when they are put on a bus or dropped off at an NGO. It's they rely on the NGO to handle that for them. And there's no penalties. A friend of mine just uh, went down to help his sister 
whose husband passed away from COVID, um, tested positive for COVID, tried to rearrange his uh, flight, and, and the American Airlines uh, wanted a $200 cancellation and rebooking fee for that, even though he tested positive for COVID. That if he was going to cancel it, that he needed to rebook. Wanted to cancel it? How about that? Um, I'll believe President Biden is serious about COVID when he sends a number of divisions, several divisions of infantry to the border to seal it off. And when I say seal it off, I mean kid lying dead in the Rio Grande for trying to cross, or better yet, a coyote. Where MS-13 doesn't dictate who comes across the border and which ones that come across the border get caught and which ones don't. Because that's what's happening right now. It's kind of like giving Afghanistan to the Taliban. Oh, yeah, never mind. I'll be right back. It's very upsetting right now. Uh, by the way, Snake River Lib, I'm back. Thank you so much for listening, by the way. I know I didn't say that the last time. The last time I posted over on the, the Lib Facebook page, a um, whole bunch of uh, reactions to the podcast. I can tell you there weren't really that many downloads of it, but there were a lot of shares of the link. And so I'm hoping to see quite a bit of a uh, an uptake sometime in the future if somebody wants to take the time to listen. Have you uh, been over to the Snake River Lib Facebook page yet? I try to isolate some of my more um, particular um, posts over to the Lib as opposed to on my personal Facebook page. Anyway, the, the Lib page is the Snake River Lib. You can look it up. It's there. If you like the podcast, tell people about it, share it. I know it's kind of a rant. Uh, yes, uh, last time and then today, it's still a rant. Um, but we really have to speak out, and people are not. The president just poo-pooed your freedom yesterday as if your freedoms mattered nothing. Not one little bit to him. And there's a reason for that. They don't. They hate your freedoms. They despise your freedoms. They despise the fact that they can't put in their feel-good gun laws. They despise the fact that they can't just keep spending money for their pet projects. That even they're having problems in their own party, which is looking to have a disastrous 2022, unless the Republicans do their normal thing and screw it up. They're having problems within their own party that were going along for the ride to a certain extent, but have decided that trillions of dollars of, of spending without any way to pay for it is probably not the best idea. In fact, inflation up over 7% in July, up over 8% for August according to Biden's government. 
And so now they try to spin that. And they say, well, if you look, if you take this out or that out, then the inflation's not really that bad. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, if you don't eat or leave your house, inflation's not that bad. That it was up 8% with lumber, the price of lumber plummeting is very interesting. Think about that one for a minute. I wanted to talk about this deficit spending and where it's going to lead. I mean, we know where it's going to lead. Any real economist will tell you exactly where it's going to lead. Deficit spending, and it doesn't matter whether it's for the military, which is what Republicans want, or whether it's for domestic spending, which is what progressives and Democrats want. It doesn't matter what kind of spending it is. Deficit spending is going to hurt the poor the most. It'll hurt everybody. Well, it won't hurt the rich. They've got plenty of money. Their stocks are doing good. You know, and so they're actually staying above inflation. But while income is increasing somewhat, the price of goods is going up faster. The cost of living is going up faster. We haven't had these kind of cost of living raises uh, since since the Carter years and the, the first couple of years of Reagan. Inflation is spiraling out of control. So here's what's going to happen next is they're going to try to do some sort of uh, controls to keep prices down because it has worked so well nowhere else. I mean, they'll try it when, when the currency becomes worthless. The next thing that happens is price controls. Well, you can't charge above a certain amount. So what happens then? If you said shortages, you can go to the head of the class. I mentioned previously um, that I've become an online uh, shopper at Walmart part-time. Enjoy the job, by the way. It's very, very wonderful. I actually am, am getting um, over 18,000 steps a day, which for somebody that is fit and trim and, and goes out and makes a lot, does a lot of steps, that's nothing. I mean, it's only um, seven, actually, it's over eight miles. Um, and so it's wonderful that I get to do that. But can I tell you that there are shortages already? Maybe not every day. But when you're starting off the morning and you can't find things, after the truck's been there, you have to wonder. And, you know, not talking about specialty items, talking about things like, you know, great value bread or, or, or stuff like that. The shortages will become desperate if they attempt any kind of price controls. But you know what one kind of a price control is? If you said the minimum wage, go to the head of the class. As one of my favorite sayings that Walter Williams, the late uh, great Dr. Walter Williams, uh, um, uh, economist at uh, 
economics professor at George Mason University. Um, grew up from nothing. Was a real social justice warrior in, in that he saw the disaster that the Great Society was, uh, particularly to blacks. Speaking of blacks, if Donald Trump had laid down the kind of mandates, no different than what Joe Biden has done, there would be cries of racism. Because blacks, Hispanics, seem a little bit more reluctant to get the vaccine than whites. Well, except for, except for PhDs. And you have to wonder about that. Why it is that the intellectual elite are the most reluctant to get the vaccine. But behind them, when if you break it down by race, blacks, Hispanics, other people of color are the least likely to be vaccinated. Now, I believe there's a majority, perhaps, I haven't looked at it recently. But compared to the number of whites, percentage-wise, who've been vaccinated, blacks are far behind. And you cannot... I can hear you already. Systemic racism. No way. This vaccine is free. It's marketed on every street corner just about. Well, maybe unless your Walgreens is shut down because the police have stopped prosecuting shoplifting and they just can't afford to lose any more stuff. So they've shut down in the inner city neighborhoods. But even still, vac vaccines have been, vaccinations have been going on every neighborhood in the country, all over the country. So then it's a reluctance. And so in reality, you could even make the case it is the blacks and Hispanics that Joe Boyden, Biden was wagging his finger at. Now, he tried to make it sound like that wasn't the case, and of course he never highlighted the fact that as percentages go, uh, people of color are far more reluctant to get the vaccine. Things that make you go, hmm. It would be wise to stock up. You know, we always hear, you know, there's, of course, record gun sales month after month after month. Ammunition's hard to come by. Of course, but you know, if you were wise, you'd be looking for a place to put staples, if not bread, perhaps flour. You know, maybe teach yourself or get on YouTube and learn how to make baked bread. It's an easy thing to do. Perhaps um, you have a freezer and you can put some meat in it. Meat, beef, and pork are some of the highest risers. Um, they would say that's what they're blaming for inflation. That and fuel. That's a self-inflicted wound as well.
because you know there was a time not even that long ago you go back 60 years probably less than that fresh produce in the off season unheard of that's why you had to buy canned goods or frozen well my mom was telling me i was talking to her about this the other day and she's 84 years old yeah 84 i had to count it up and and uh when she was a kid of course it was just canned goods usually home canned but you know store-bought was something post-war world war ii that was available store-bought cans but usually you canned your own fresh produce is is a luxury it's a luxury that that is a relatively new phenomenon and it's also a luxury that will probably quickly go away We take it for granted, as we take so many things for granted. It's always something to keep aware of, because we have all these luxuries in our lives. And yet we... we um, we just assume that that's just how things are, and that's not how things are around the world. I mean, they probably have fresh produce year-rounds in, in warmer countries. But what about countries that are not so warm year-round, but yet they're not rich? Do they get produce year-round? Or are they doing canned goods or maybe frozen vegetables and fruits? Not that there's anything wrong with either of those. It's important because produce doesn't keep. Wearing canned goods will last for decades. It's Snake River Lib. Taxation, whether it's a direct tax imposed by the government or whether it's the tax of inflation, which is just by the government spending money, Notice I didn't talk about abortion. I didn't want to talk about that. Just be wary of the situation at hand. Have a good night.